Chapter Five of the Experienced English Housekeeper by Elizabeth Raffold. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Observations on pies. Raised pies should have a quick oven and well closed up, or your pie will fall in the sides. It should have no water put in till the minute it goes to the oven. It makes the crust sad and is a great hazard of the pie running. Light paste requires a moderate oven, but not too slow. It will make them sad, and a quick oven will catch and burn it, and not give it time to rise. Tarts that are iced require a slow oven, or the icing will be brown, and the paste not be near baked. These sorts of tarts ought to be made of sugar paste, and rolled very thin. To make a crisp paste for tarts. Take one pound of fine flour, mixed with one ounce of loaf sugar, beat and sifted. Make it into a stiff paste with a gill of boiling cream and three ounces of butter in it. Work it well, roll it very thin. When you have made your tarts, beat the white of an egg a little, rub it over them with a feather, sift a little doubled refined sugar over them and bake them in a moderate oven. Icing a second way. Beat the white of an egg to a strong froth. Put in by degrees four ounces of double refined sugar with as much gum as will lie on a sixpence. Beat and sifted fine. Beat them half an hour, then lay it over your tarts the thickness of a straw. To make a light paste for tarts. Take one pound of fine flour. Beat the white of an egg to a strong froth. Mix it with as much water as will make three quarters of a pound of flour into a pretty stiff paste. Roll it out very thin. Lay the third part of half a pound of butter in thin pieces. Dredge it with part of the quarter of your flour left out for that purpose. Roll it up tight. Then with your paste pin roll it out again. Do so until all your half pound of butter and flour is done. Cut it into square pieces and make your tarts. It requires a quicker oven than crisp paste. To make a paste for a goose pie. Take 18 pounds of fine flour, put 6 pounds of fresh butter and 1 pound of rendered beef suet in a kettle of water. Boil it 2 or 3 minutes. Then pour it boiling hot upon your flour. Work it well into a pretty stiff paste. Pull it in lumps to cool and raise your pie. Bake it in a hot oven. You may make any raised pie the same way. Only take a smaller quantity in proportion. To make a cold paste for dish pies. Take a pound of fine flour. Rub it into half a pound of butter. Beat the yolks of two eggs. Put them into as much water as will make it a stiff paste. Roll it out. Then put your butter on in thin pieces. Dust it with flour. Roll it up tight when you have done it so for three times. Roll it out pretty thin and bake it in a quick oven. To make paste for custards. Pour half a pound of butter in a pan of water. Take two pounds of flour. When your butter boils, pour it on your flour with as much water as will make it into a good paste. 
work it well, and when it has cooled a little, raise your custards and put a paper round the inside of them. When they are half baked, fill them. When you make any kind of dripping paste, boil it four or five minutes in a good quantity of water to take the strength off it. When you make a cold crust with suet, shred it fine, rub part of it into the flour, then make it into a paste and roll it out as before, only strew in suet instead of butter. To make a French pie. To two pounds of flour, put three quarters of a pound of butter. Make it into a paste and raise the walls of the pie. Then roll out some paste thin as for a lid. Cut it into vine leaves or the figures of any moulds you have. If you have no moulds, you may make use of a crockeran and pick out pretty shapes. Beat the yolks of two eggs and rub the outside of the walls of the pie with it and lay the vine leaves or shapes round the walls and rub them over with the eggs. Fill the pie with the bones of the meat to keep the pie in shape and lay a thin lid on to keep the steam in that the crust may be well soaked. It is to go to table without a lid. Take a calf's head, wash and clean it well Boil it half an hour. When it is cold, cut it in thin slices and put it in a tossing pan with three pints of veal gravy and three sweetbreads cut thin and let it stew one hour with half an ounce of morels and half an ounce of truffles. Then have ready two calf's feet boiled and boned. Cut them in small pieces and put them into your tossing pan with a spoonful of lemon pickle and one of browning, cayenne pepper and a little salt. When the meat is tender, thicken the gravy a little with flour and butter, strain it and put in a few pickled mushrooms, put fresh ones if you can get them. Put the meat into the pie you took the bones out, and lay the nicest part at the top. Have ready a quarter of a hundred of asparagus heads, strew them over the top of the pie, and serve it up. A Yorkshire Goose Pie Take a large fat goose, split it down the back, and take all the bones out. Bone a turkey and two ducks the same way. Season them very well with pepper and salt, with six woodcocks. Lay the goose down on a clean dish, with the skin side down, and lay the turkey into the goose, with the skin down. Have ready a large hare, cleaned well, cut in pieces and stewed in the oven with a pound of butter, a quarter of an ounce of mace, beat fine, the same of white pepper and salt to your taste, till the meat will leave the bones, and scum the butter off the gravy. Pick the meat clean off, and beat it in a marble mortar very fine with the butter you took off, and lay it in the turkey. Take twenty-four pounds of the finest flour, six pounds of butter, half a pound of fresh rendered suet, Make the paste pretty stiff and raise the pie oval. Roll out a lump of paste and cut it in vine leaves, or what form you please. Rub the pie with the yolks of eggs and put on your ornaments on the walls. Then turn the hare, turkey and goose upside down and lay them in your pie with the ducks at each end and the woodcocks on the sides. Make your lid pretty thick and put it on. You may lay flowers or the shape of the fowls in paste on the lid, 
and make a hole in the middle of your lid. The walls of the pie is to be one inch and a half higher than the lid. Then rub it all over with the yolks of eggs, and bind it round with threefold paper, and lay the same over the top. It will take four hours baking in a brown bread oven. When it comes out, melt two pounds of butter in the gravy that comes from the hair, and put it hot in the pie through a tun dish. Close it well up, and let it be eight or ten days before you cut it. If you send it any distance, make up the hole in the middle with cold butter, to prevent the air from getting in. A Hare Pie Cut a large hare in pieces, season it well with mace, nutmeg, pepper and salt. Put it in a jug with half a pound of butter, cover it close up with a paste or cloth, set it in a copper of boiling water, and let it stew one hour and a half. Then take it out to cool, and make a rich force meat of a quarter of a pound of scraped bacon, two onions, a glass of red wine, the crumb of a penny loaf, a little winter savoury, the liver cut small, a little nutmeg. Season it high with pepper and salt, mix it well up with the yolks of three eggs, raise the pie, and lay the force meat in the bottom. Lay in the hair with the gravy that came out of the hair. Lay the lid on, and put flowers or leaves on it. It will take an hour and a half to bake it. It is a handsome side dish for a large table. A Salmon Pie Boil your salmon as for eating. Take off the skin and all the bones out, and pound the meat in a mortar very fine, with mace, nutmeg, pepper and salt to your taste. Raise the pie, and put flowers or leaves on the walls. Put the salmon in, and lid it. Bake it an hour and a half. When it comes out of the oven, take off the lid, and put in four ounces of rich melted butter. Cut a lemon in slices, and lay over it. Stick in two or three leaves of fennel, and send it to table without a lid. A Beef Steak Pie Beat five or six rump steaks very well with a paste pin, and season them well with pepper and salt. Lay a good puff paste round the dish, and put a little water in the bottom. Then lay the steaks in, with a lump of butter upon every steak, and put on the lid. Cut a little paste in what form you please, and lay it on. A Thatched House Pie Take an earthen dish that is pretty deep, rub the inside with two ounces of butter, then spread over it two ounces of vermicelli. Make a good puff paste, and roll it pretty thick, and lay it on the dish. Take three or four pigeons, season them very well with pepper and salt, and put a good lump of butter in them, and lay them in the dish with the breast down, and put a thick lid over them, and bake it in a moderate oven. When enough, take the dish you intend for it, and turn the pie onto it, and the vermicelli will appear like thatch, which gives it the name of thatched house pie. It is a pretty side or corner dish for a large dinner, or a bottom for supper. Egg and bacon pie to eat cold. Steep a few thin slices of bacon all night in water to take out the salt. Lay your bacon in the dish. Beat eight eggs with a pint of thick cream, put in a little pepper and salt, 
and pour it on the bacon. Lay over it a good cold paste. Bake it a day before you want it in a moderate oven. A calf's head pie. Parboil a calf's head. When cold, cut it in pieces. Season it well with pepper and salt. Put it in a raised crust with half a pint of strong gravy. Bake it an hour and a half. When it comes out of the oven, cut off the lid and chop the yolks of three hard eggs small. Strew them over the top of the pie and lay three or four slices of lemon and pour on some good melted butter and send it to table without a lid. A savoury chicken pie. Lest your chickens be small, season them with mace, pepper and salt. Put a lump of butter into every one of them. Lay them in the dish with the breasts up, and lay a thin slice of bacon over them. It will give them a pleasant flavour. And then put in a pint of strong gravy, and make a good puff paste. Lid it and bake it in a moderate oven. French cooks generally put morals and yolks of eggs chopped small. A mince pie. Boil a neat's tongue two hours, then skin it and chop it as small as possible. Chop very small three pounds of fresh beef suet, three pounds of good baking apples, four pounds of currants clean washed, picked and well dried before the fire, one pound of jar raisins stoned and chopped small, and one pound of powder sugar. Mix them all together with half an ounce of mace, the same of nutmeg grated, cloves and cinnamon a quarter of an ounce of each, and one pint of French brandy and make a rich puff paste. As you fill the pie up, put in a little candied citron and orange, cut in little pieces. What you have to spare, put close down in a pot, and cover it up. Put no citron nor orange in till you use it. A codling pie. Gather small codlings, put them in a clean brass pan with spring water, lay vine leaves on them, and cover them with a cloth wrapped round the cover of the pan to keep in the steam. When they grow softish, peel off the skin and put them in the same water with the vine leaves. Hang them a great height over the fire to green. When you see them a fine green, take them out of the water and put them in a deep dish with as much powder or loaf sugar as will sweeten them. Make the lid of rich puff paste and bake it. When it comes from the oven, take off the lid and cut in little pieces like sippets, and stick them round the inside of your pie with the points upwards. Pour over your codlings a good custard made thus. Boil a pint of cream with a stick of cinnamon, and sugar enough to make it a little sweet. Let it stand till cold, then put in the yolks of four eggs well beaten. Set it on the fire, and keep stirring it till it grows thick but do not let it boil, lest it curdle. Then pour it into your pie, pare a little lemon thin, cut the peel like straws, and lay it on your codlings over the top. An herb pie for Lent. Take lettuce, leeks, and spinach, beets, and parsley, of each a handful, give them a boil, then chop them small, and have ready boiled in a cloth, one quart of groats, with two or three onions in them. Put them in a frying pan with the herbs and a good deal of salt, 
a pound of butter and a few apples cut thin. Stew them a few minutes over the fire. Fill your dish or raised crust with it. One hour will bake it, then serve it up. A venison pasty. Bone a breast or shoulder of venison. Season it well with mace, pepper and salt. Lay it in a deep pot with the best part of a neck of mutton cut in slices and laid over the venison. Pour in a large glass of red wine. Put a coarse paste over it and bake it two hours in an oven. Then lay the venison in a dish and pour the gravy over it and put one pound of butter over it. Make a good puff paste and lay it near half an inch thick round the edge of the dish. Roll out the lid which must be a little thicker than the paste on the edge of the dish and lay it on. Then roll out another lid pretty thin and cut it in flowers, leaves or whatever form you please and lay it on the lid. If you don't want it, it will keep in the pot that it was baked in eight or ten days, but keep the crust on to prevent the air from getting it. A breast and shoulder of venison is the most proper for a pasty. A hot and top pie. Boil and bone two calf's feet. Clean very well a calf's chitterling. Boil it and chop it small. Take two chickens and cut them up as for eating. Put them in a stew pan with two sweetbreads, a quart of veal or mutton gravy, half an ounce of morels, cayenne pepper and salt to your palate. Stew them all together an hour over a gentle fire. Then put in six forcemeat balls that have been boiled and the yolks of four hard eggs and put them in a good raised crust that have been baked for it. Strew over the top of your pie a few green peas boiled as for eating or peel and cut some young green broccoli stalks about the size of peas. Give them a gentle boil and strew them over the top of your pie and send it up hot without a lid the same way as the French pie. A bride's pie. Boil two calf's feet, pick the meat from the bones and chop it very fine. Shred small one pound of beef suet and a pound of apples. Wash and pick one pound of currants very small. Dry them before the fire. Stone and chop a quarter of a pound of jar raisins, a quarter of an ounce of cinnamon, the same of mace and nutmeg, two ounces of candied citron, two ounces of candied lemon cut thin, a glass of brandy and one of champagne. Put them in a china dish with a rich puff paste over it. Roll another lid and cut it in leaves, flowers, figures, and put a glass ring in it. An Eel Pie Skin and wash your eels very clean. Cut them in pieces one inch and a half long. Season them with pepper, salt and a little dried sage rubbed small. Raise your pies about the size of the inside of a plate. Fill your pies with eels. Lay a lid over them and bake them in a quick oven. They require to be well baked. A Yorkshire Giblet Pie When the blood is warm, put in a teacupful of groats to swell. Grate the crumb of a penny loaf and pour a gill of boiling milk on them. Shred half a pound of beef suet very fine. Chop two leeks and four or five leaves of sage small. Three yolks of eggs, pepper, salt and nutmeg to your palate. Mix them all up together. 
have ready the giblets seasoned very well with pepper and salt, and lay them round a deep dish. Then put a pound of fat beef over the pudding. In the middle of the dish, pour in half a pint of gravy. Lay on a good paste, and bake it in a moderate oven. A Rook Pie Skin and draw six young rooks, and cut out the backbones. Season them well with pepper and salt. Put them in a deep dish with a quarter of a pint of water. Lay over them half a pound of butter. Make a good puff paste and cover the dish. Lay a paper over, for it requires a good deal of baking. A sweet veal pie. Lay marrow or beef suet shred very fine in the bottom of your dish. Cut into steaks the best end of a neck of veal, and lay them in. Strew over them some marrow or suet. It makes them eat tenderer. Stone a quarter of a pound of jar raisins. Chop them a little. Wash half a pound of currants, and put them over the steaks. Cut three ounces of candied citron, and two ounces of candied orange, and lay them on the top. Boil half a pint of sweet mountain or sack with a stick of cinnamon, and pour it in. Lay a little light paste round the dish, and then lid it. An hour will bake it. When it comes out of the oven, put in a glass of French brandy or shrub, and serve it up. An olive pie. Cut a fillet of veal into thin slices. Rub them over with the yolks of eggs. Strew over them a few crumbs of bread. Shred a little lemon peel very fine and put it on them with a little grated nutmeg, pepper, and salt. Roll them up very tight, and lay them in a pewter dish. Pour over them half a pint of good gravy made of bones. Put half a pound of butter over it, and make a light paste, and lay it round the dish. Roll the lid half an inch thick, and lay it on. Make a beef olive pie the same way. A savoury veal pie. Cut a loin of veal into steaks. Season it with beaten mace, nutmeg, pepper and salt. Lay the meat in your dish with sweetbread seasoned with the meat and the yolks of six hard eggs, a pint of oysters and half a pint of good gravy. Lay round your dish a good puff paste half an inch thick and cover it with a lid the same thickness. Bake it in a quick oven an hour and a quarter. When you take it out of the oven, cut off the lid, then cut the lid in eight or ten pieces, and stick it round the inside of the rim. Cover the meat with slices of lemon, and serve it up. To make savoury patties. Take one pound of the inside of a cold loin of veal, or the same quantity of cold fowl that have been either boiled or roasted, a quarter of a pound of beef suet. Chop them as small as possible with six or eight sprigs of parsley. Season them well with half a nutmeg grated fine, pepper and salt. Put them in a tossing pan with half a pint of veal gravy. Thicken the gravy with a little flour and butter, and two spoonfuls of cream, and shake them over the fire two minutes, and fill your patties. You must make your patties thus. Raise them of an oval form, and bake them as for custards. Cut some long narrow bits of paste and bake them on a dusting box, but not to go round. They are for handles. 
fill your patties when quite hot with the meat, then set your handles across the patties. They will look like baskets if you have nicely pinched the walls of the patties when you raise them. Five will be a dish. You may make them with sugar and currants instead of parsley. Fried Patties Cut half a pound of a leg of veal very small with six oysters. Put the liquor of the oysters to the crumb of a penny loaf. Mix them together with a little salt. Put it in a tossing pan with a quarter of a pound of butter and keep stirring it for three or four minutes over the fire. Then make a good puff paste, roll it out and cut it in little bits about the size of a crown piece, some round, square and three-cornered. Put a little of the meat upon them and lay a lid upon them. Turn up the edges as you would a pasty to keep the gravy in. Fry them in a panful of hog's lard. They are a pretty corner dish for dinner or supper. If you want them for garnish to a cod's head, put in only oysters. They are very pretty for a calf's head hash. Sweet Patties Take the meat of a boiled calf's foot, two large apples and one ounce of candied orange. Chop them very small, grate half a nutmeg, mix them with the yolk of an egg, a spoonful of French brandy and a quarter of a pound of currants, clean washed and dried. Make a good puff paste, roll it in different shapes, as the fried ones, and fill them the same way. You may either fry or bake them. They are a pretty side dish for supper. Common Patties Take the kidney part of a very fat loin of veal. Chop the kidney, veal and fat very small altogether. Season it with mace, pepper and salt to your taste. Raise little patties the size of a teacup, fill them with your meat, put thin lids on them, bake them very crisp. Five is enough for a side dish. To make common fritters. Take half a pint of ale and two eggs. Beat in as much flour as will make it rather thicker than a common pudding, with nutmeg and sugar to your taste. Let it stand three or four minutes to rise. Then drop them with a spoon into a pan of boiling lard, fry them a light brown, drain them on a sieve, serve them up with sugar grated over them, and wine sauce in a boat. To make apple fritters Pare the largest baking apples you can get, take out the core with an apple scraper, put them in round slices, and dip them in batter. Made as for common fritters. Fry them crisp, Serve them up with sugar grated over them, and wine sauce in a boat. They are proper for a side dish for supper. To make German puffs. Put half a pint of good milk into a tossing pan, and dredge in flour till it is thick as hasty pudding. Keep stirring it over a slow fire till it is all of a lump, then put it in a marble mortar. When it is cold, put to it the yolks of eight eggs, four ounces of sugar, a spoonful of rose water, grater a little nutmeg and the rind of half a lemon. Beat them together an hour or more. When it looks light and bright, drop them into a pan of boiling lard with a teaspoon the size of a large nutmeg. They will rise and look like a large yellow plum if they are well beat. As you fry them, lay them on a sieve to drain. 
grate a sugar round your dish, and serve them up with sack for sauce. It is a proper corner dish for dinner or supper. To make gophers. Beat three eggs well with three spoonful of flour and a little salt. Then mix them with a pint of milk and an ounce of sugar, half a nutmeg grated. Beat them well together, then make your gopher tongs hot. Rub them with fresh butter. Fill the bottom part of your tongs and clap the top upon. Then turn them, and when a fine brown on both sides, put them in a dish and pour white wine sauce over them. Five is enough for a dish. Don't lay them one upon the other. It will make them soft. You may put in currants if you please. To make wafer pancakes. Beat four eggs well with two spoonfuls of fine flour and two of cream, one ounce of loaf sugar, beat and sifted, half a nutmeg grated. Put a little cold butter in a clean cloth and rub your pan well with it. Pour in your batter and make it as thin as a wafer. Fry it only on one side, put them on a dish and grate a sugar betwixt every pancake and send them hot to the table. To make cream pancakes. Take the yolks of two eggs, mix them with half a pint of good cream, two ounces of sugar. Rub your pan with lard and fry them as thin as possible. Grate a sugar over them and serve them up hot. To make clary pancakes. Beat three eggs with three spoonfuls of fine flour and a little salt, exceeding well. Mix them with a pint of milk and put lard into your pan. When it is hot, pour in your batter as thin as possible, then lay in your clary leaves and pour a little more batter thin over them. Fry them a fine brown and serve them up. To make batter pancakes. Beat three eggs with a pound of flour very well. Put to it a pint of milk and a little salt. Fry them in lard or butter, grate sugar over them, cut them in quarters and serve them up. End of chapter 5